guys, it's Abby. I just wanted to hop on here really quick because there's something that's been on my heart um, that I just want to share with you. And this is just like me speaking as a Christian, as a pastor, but more than anything, just as a human being and a follower of Jesus. And I really want to speak to my friends that maybe don't attend church or maybe you used to and you stopped or, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, if the reason you stopped going is maybe because someone made you feel like you weren't worthy of going or ashamed or said that maybe you've done too many bad things, you know, whether someone in the church or someone out of the church told you that, I just want to tell you, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that someone told you that because that's a lie. And that's, I'm, I'm telling you, that's not the truth. That's not my Jesus. He doesn't, he doesn't do that. And so, you know, I know a lot of times, like even like yourself, you might think like, you don't know what I've done. You don't know what I've been through. You know, I had a lot of coworkers and, and people and friends that used to say, say that, you know, and they would even say, uh, things like, oh, if I walked into a church, you know, like this and that would happen, you know, or they would look at me this way, you know, and if, if that's the perception that you have, I'm truly sorry, because that's, that's not what a true follower of, of Jesus would, that's not how we would treat you, you know, and so I'm sorry if that's the perception that, that you've been given, you know, and I think a lot of times, like people try to put shame on other people, which only makes them stay away. You know, I know shame is like a big thing that makes people think that they're not worthy of the love of Jesus or they're not good enough or things like that. You know, like people think that to be a Christian, you have to be perfect. And I'll tell you, that's not the truth. That's not the truth. You know, Jesus came to seek and save those who are lost. And so if you're lost, it means that you're dealing with things, you know, and we're all dealing with things. And so, um, you know, if, as like a, a pastor and as a Christian, like if you're struggling with a certain sin, you know, I, we're not going to ignore the sin, of course, and pretend like it doesn't exist. Like, no, like, you know, we don't accept the sin, but we allow God to restore. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I'm, I'm not going to water down the word of God. I'm not going to water down the truth. I'm not going to do that. Um, but what I am going to do is I'm going to love you and meet you where you're at, meet you wherever you're at. If you're broken, if you're hurting, if you're addicted, like whatever it is that you're going through, like I'm going to meet you where you're at and, you know, acknowledge that those sins are not good and that we don't accept them, but I'm not going to turn you away either. You know what I mean? You know, I want to meet you where you're at and then take you into everything that God has for you, take you into the truth because if you are a human being, if you are alive, God created you with a purpose. You have a purpose inside of you that God predestined for you. You're just maybe not walking in it right now, you know, but that doesn't mean that it's not there. He has something for you. Amen. And so, you know, what does, what changes people is not anything that I can do. It's the love of God. The love of God that he's put in me for you and for others and for other followers of Christ, the love that he puts in us is what changes, you know, and it's being in God's presence. It's being in the word. It's being in worship. It's those things that change you, you know, um, and I think like 
you know, even if you're not a Christian, like I think a lot of the times people know when they're in sin, you know, a, a lot of people will say, that's why they say, I don't want that. They don't want to come to church because they say, well, I'm struggling with this sin or I'm struggling with this, you know, like, you know, it's a sin, um, but it, it just needs to be dealt with. And so um, something that was told to me the other day, and it really kind of also is what kind of pushed me to want to talk about this is that um, there were these, uh, there's, there was this person at our church that was struggling with a certain sin. And um, someone came up to me and asked me like, so are you guys like doing anything about that? You know, like, what are you all doing to, to, you know, like tell them, teach them that what they're doing is wrong pretty much. And I said, you know, they know just like we all do when we all sin, we all sin, you know, and um, you know, they know what they're doing is wrong. Um, so my job, is to, yeah, if, you know, I'm not going to water down the truth, but also I'm not going to shove it down their throat either and make them feel ashamed and unworthy, you know, and the Bible says that love covers a multitude of sin. So by loving them and showing them the love of God, that God is what's going to change them. The presence of God, the love of God is what breaks those chains and what changes you. You know, it's not anything that, that I can like, you know, do in my own strength. It's, it's what God has put in me, the love, the word, you know, and so I'm going to do everything in love and that's, what's going to change people. And so, you know, I think what's so important too, to recognize is like pastors, leaders, Christians, like majority of us, like whatever it is that you're walking through, I can guarantee you that there's someone in the church that has walked through what you're going through probably even worse you know like we have people in the church that used to be drug addicts addicted to alcohol prostitutes you know just dealing dealing with anything suicidal thoughts like anything like there are people in the church that have gone through these exact same things that you're going through you know and so the only difference is that you know we we've already found the only thing that heals and that restores and that's the love of god you know and so it's just that you have to allow God to love you and to come and seek him and find him. And then you'll receive freedom. Just like all of us have in one area or another, big or small. You know, we all have gone and still go through things. Um, something that the Lord told me uh, because I was dealing with um, some of you, if you've seen like my previous videos, like I was dealing with anxiety. And so I remember I was saying like, God, how can you use me now? And he told me, if you wait until you're perfect for me to use you, you're going to be waiting forever. <laughs> and that's so true because we all go through things, but it's just, we have to know where to go and where to take the things that we're dealing with. And that's to take them to God and allow him to heal us and allow him to restore us. And so that's the only difference. You know, it's not that we're better than anyone else you know and if that's the perception that you've had I'm sorry because that's not what it is and that's not truth so Jesus came for you and for me in the exact same way God created me and he created you you know and so if if that's you and maybe like you've been dealing with that and like well I've been through so much or I've done so much like, you know how like how can I go to church or how can God love me I guarantee you there's someone in the church that has gone through the same thing, you know, and you just need the love of God to come and restore you. And so don't feel like you're going to be turned away or don't feel like people are going to look at you funny. And if they do, 
don't even worry about it. You know, like that's not, Jesus would never turn you away. You know, he'll never turn his back on you. He comes to forgive. He forgives me. He forgives us every single day because the Bible says that we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so if that's you and you say like, okay, you know, I want to step into, into this. I want God to heal me then I just want to invite you to say a simple prayer with me. It's called the prayer of salvation. And it's just inviting Jesus into your heart and allowing him to take control and to forgive you of all your sins, you know, and to just know that he's your Lord and he's your savior and he's the only one that can come and heal you. So if that's you, just repeat this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Be my Lord and savior. Thank you for dying on the cross for me and rising again three days later. I want to live for you. I love you. Thank you for cleansing me of all my sins. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And I want to grow with you every day of my life. In Jesus name. Amen. So if you said that prayer, congratulations, your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Jesus is your Lord and Savior, which means you have access to everything I've been talking about. And he can, he's going to come and restore everything that's broken. And it's not going to be a temporary fix like some of the things the world tries to offer. It's a permanent restoration. And so, you know, if you need a church to attend or you need someone to talk to, message me. I would love to talk to you and just you know, bring you closer to Jesus because that's what I'm here for. And so don't feel ashamed. Don't feel like you're not worthy because you are worthy. You are called and Jesus loves you.